back, and I've actually come up with a name this time. I've got the name. Angels and Alumni. Welcome to Angels and Alumni. Uh, as the uh, uh, the title for this mini adventure that we're doing. Um, I mean, as long as you guys are okay with that, that was kind of what I was going with. I don't know. I didn't like. Oh yeah, sounds great. All school. So. <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, so welcome back to episode four. Um, we have just left off our heroes as they've arrived at the locker room where another of Strevius's acolytes is hiding. Um, this one is named Trevor. Um, Van Rosenbach, I believe is his full name. Um, and he, uh, as Ariadne and Olivia went into the magical darkness to explore, the door slammed shut, leaving the rest of the party on the outside. Uh, and there was a lot of clanging happening on the inside of the locker room where we last left off. Um, so we're going to go ahead and enter initiative order, even though you guys haven't started fighting yet. Um, but we'll go ahead and enter into that just to see what you guys do uh, as party members. So Olivia, you will be first uh, to act. All right. Um... A lot of this you can't see, Olivia, because it is magical darkness. Right. Um, which you cannot see, but you, that is about where you guys are and everybody else is on the outside. But I am vaguely familiar with like the layout of, layout of the locker room, right? Is uh, it the men's locker room? So she that's really concerning that she would know the layout. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to brag, but you know, I got I got around. Um, so let's see here. Um, okay, so it's dark and I've heard clanking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trevor, Can I? a little bit. What? Trevor's kind of taunted you a little bit. Okay. Um, cool. Um, but Ariadne can see, right? Okay. Yeah. Can I tell her? that there's a door on, can I tell her what I see or yeah. no? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I got to orient myself into the way <laughs> and I am okay. Olivia, there straight in front is a hallway that leads mm -hmm. to like the main lockers with benches, but to our right, cause I know my lefts and rights, there's a, there's a door that's ajar. All right. I think it leads to the coach's office. Okay. So I'm going to, based on the clinking of metal that I've heard, I'm going to assume that Trevor is where the lockers are. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to grab Ariadne and pull her with me into the office. Okay. Probably fumbling a bit along the way. Um, and see here, so you entered in there. Um, and then we're going to try to crouch underneath this desk. Um... All right, go ahead and make a stealth check. If you're, you're, are you hiding? Yes. Yeah, make a stealth check. Uh, fifteen. Um. All right. You duck under the table. Um. You can hear more. You can hear, hear still hear the clanging of some, uh, some metal on metal, metal on stone. You can kind of hear a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but you are you are hidden and in magical darkness. Um, anything else you want to do? Um, 
Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Rosalind, your turn. The doors are slammed shut in front of you. And, um, and you cannot see where your friends and allies have gone. Um, on, on the map, though, it looks like I'm outside of the doors. Yes, you, you guys were locked on the outside of the doors. Um, only uh, only Olivia and Rosalind went into the locker room before the door slammed shut. Okay, but we're still in magical darkness. No, like you're looking, if you look through the windows into the locker room, there's magical darkness, so you can't tell where they've gone, but you're not in darkness. You're... Okay. Um, can I open the doors? <laughs> um, you can try, they're, they're locked. I will ask, okay, who who has a spell that's going to open these so we can get in there and get our friends? Because I've got nothing. I can hit it really hard with my hammer, but I don't think that'll do much. That's worth a try. I think so. Um, so, Rosalind, do you want to just re- delay your action until the until Brock has a chance to open the doors? Yeah, I don't okay. think I'm going to have the strength to do anything. All right. Open. All right. Um, so, deep within the locker room, you guys can kind of hear some scraping and stuff like that, but you can't really hear very much other than just kind of like general kind of din happening inside there. Um, uh, Inside, Trevor star- starts to call out, Olivia, where'd you go? And you can hear, you can hear <laughs> something really solid uh, stomping around inside the locker room. And you can just hear just metals creaking and straining. And then you just hear <laughs> as uh, uh, only Ariadne can see this, but a bunch of lockers are smashed uh, into pieces uh, and sent sprawling all over the uh, all over the locker room like a, a bunch of debris just <laughs> and you can hear Trevor I heard you come in here where are you uh, as he kind of smashes around um, and Ariadne it's now your turn okay I lean over to Olivia and I go do you have a plan? I was hoping you had a plan. You're the smart one. I came in to just see things. Listen, I listen, I am raging. I cannot do any magic. Even if I could, there's nothing I can do about darkness. So, so wait, are you raging? Yeah, I, I raised right before I came in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say... Uh, Look, this is up to you. You have to get rid of this darkness so that we can actually see where he is. I can't do anything if I can't see him. Would I know how to stop magical darkness without a dispel spell? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Roll a history check. Also, Olivia, if you rage and don't attack something on your turn, you come out of rage. So, uh, on your turn, can you punch something? So that way yeah. you're attacking. 
I punched I punched the door to the office open. All right, there you go. Okay. Rather than trying to fumble and try to find the handle in the dark, I just punched it open. Okay. I got, by the way, on my roll, I got a 16. Does that tell me anything? So you kind of, since you can see through the magical darkness, it's hard for you to kind of understand exactly what kind of darkness it is. Um, But you do kind of start looking around and you understand that this uh, darkness is actually being maintained by a concentration spell. Um, Normally magical darkness, it doesn't necessarily have concentration attached to it. This one does. So if you are able to break concentration, uh, the darkness would likely subside. Awesome. Can I roll a perception check to see if um, I know that if Trevor is the one casting it or would I know that? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, yeah, go ahead and roll perception. You can see everything. Um, but yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Awesome. I got a five. I am oh. under a desk. <laughs> um, so you can't actually see Trevor. All you can really see is a big hulking mass kind of on the other side of this glass. Um, but you assume that Trevor is like the one maintaining it. Okay. Um, so if you're able to break Trevor's concentration, um, you'd probably be able to get rid of the darkness. Perfect. So I'm. can Trevor see in magical darkness? I'm going to assume that he can. But... Um, yes, he can. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sneak over here to this like opening. You can't see me. Um, you know how the door opens? I want to be able to see out the door. Oh, there's another one right over here. Can I go to this door and can I see Trevor through it? Um, yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. Andrew, given that I can't see in darkness, I'm assuming Olivia is going to try to stay pretty close to Ariadne. Um, is it okay if I like put my hand on her shoulder and like follow her? No, you're going to need to stay there until your turn. Um, I rolled an 11. Okay. So um, you walk up. Um, Courtney, go ahead and um, show the rest of the locker room so that uh, Ariadne can see what is going on. Um, so you can see... Uh, down at, the end of, down at the end of the locker room is this big shape. Think of it as essentially um, the Hulkbuster armor from Age okay. of Ultron. Uh, basically made out of lockers. Um, and you can see uh, Trevor is sitting in it like a big Gundam, like a big mech, uh, piloting this giant like locker robot. Um, and uh, as you kind of sneak over to the door... You look over, and he does see some movement, so he kind of jerks his head towards your direction. Um, he doesn't see you because you managed to kind of hide, but he did see movement, so he is kind of he – he's pretty sure that somebody's over there. Okay. Well, I'm going to send um, – let me get my spell book open. Sorry. should have had that open already. I am going to send, um, I'm going to send, uh, uh, we're going to stick with, um, my goal too, which is Ray of, uh, Ray of Frost, my very special version of Ray of Frost. 
I'm gonna blast it at him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. Okay. Finally, a decent roll. I got an 18. Uh, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, there it is. Okay. I believe your ray of frost is a D10. Yes. I just had to find it on my thing. That's a D8, not a D10. I got a... Okay, six plus four. I got a 10. Okay. Um, he failed his concentration check. Um, so <clears throat> this blast kind of hits. You see, uh, you see the metal. Um, he's got kind of like a face plate. The, the metal kind of melts a little bit around the face plate as he kind of staggers back. And he goes, ah! And then the magical darkness drops um, from, the, from the area. And so now you can see, and Olivia can see once she stands up from behind the table. Anything else you want to do? Um, I'm going to sidestep back here, like against that wall. Okay. Um, just just out of the way. Okay. Come on. All right. Uh, Zorgar, you're up. Oh, excellent. Um, the door is still closed, right? Okay. Um, tell everybody, all right, get back. I'm going to try something. And I cast um, Magic Missile at the door. Okay. Um, and that just hits, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to roll damage? Or? Yeah. How many, um, how, what level are you casting it at? Just first level. Okay. Um, and are you doing all three at the door? Yeah. All right. <laughs> One at a pot. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. So that's five, two. Okay. So 10. All right. So um, the damage threshold for it is 10. Yes. Yeah. You essentially inflict like one hit point of damage against it because you have to, you have to inflict ten to inflict any damage at all on it. So <laughs> you cast the missiles, and it kind of goes, and they wobble a little bit, um, but they still seem pretty sturdy. Um, oh. I need you to roll a wild magic check, and four or if you roll four or less, um, we will have to do the wild magic. Oh, no. uh, all right. 19. All right, you're fine. <laughs> well, um, that, that didn't go as planned. Hmm. <laughs> it was a different spell. Hmm. Um, Brock, it's your turn. So if I'm understanding it right, he attacked the door and mm -hmm. it did basically nothing. I did a little bit, but... A little bit? Yeah. It's like, yeah, one tick. <laughs> one tick. You can put a scratch on the door. Is that one tick per missile or total? Total. Yeah, the 10 damage, which is like equal to one, I guess. 
Yeah, so the damage threshold for these doors is 10, so you have to inflict 10 in order to get anything on it. It only has 15 HP, but you have to hit 10, and then every hit point past 10 is the hit point. Oh, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. If that makes so, sense. So I pull out my hammer, and I'm going to take a swing at this thing. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll an advantage, because it's just a solid object that's sitting there. Uh, roll advantage, what do you mean by that? Sorry. Uh, roll two d20s and take the higher. Nineteen. Okay. Um, roll. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. Hold on a sec. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. So you get the doors to buckle. Um. They're looking kind of beat up. You can take an extra attack if you'd like. Um, I am going to do that. As a paladin. Okay. Go ahead and roll an advantage again. Uh, 17. That'll do it. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Basically, you get over 10, it's, it's going to open these doors. I got 11. That does it. Brock busts the doors open with his axe. Um, debris scatters all over the place. Pretty pretty sure I loosened that for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Brock, 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 Brock. Uh, Rosalind, since you, since you held your turn for this point, you can go ahead and go now. Oh, great, because I'm really right, thrilled to go into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no longer dark. The darkness has been dispelled. Oh, okay. Um... Do I hear anything? Do yeah, I you can hear it? some crunching. You can hear some crunching metal down the hall. Um, um, I'm gonna follow that. Okay. What's your movement speed? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yep. Okay. So you can get to right there, right? Um, yeah, you can see. There's a bunch of lockers. Um, you can see there's a bunch of debris. Um, scattered all over the place. Um, uh, it looks like somebody like set off a bomb near the lockers. There's a bunch of twisted metal and pieces of wood and all that kind of stuff that are lying around. Uh, but that's about all you can see from where you're at, given your height and the locker. You can, you can get farther in, Rosalind, if you decide to dash. I don't know if that's what you want that's to right. do, but um. Yeah, I mean, I'm not planning on doing anything else, so I guess I can dash. I still get my bonus action, right? That's right. Yeah. So yeah, you get to right there. You still have ten feet of movement. Um, can I? Can I like stay behind the locker? I feel like I'd be kind sure. of sneaky <laughs> a little bit about it. I don't want to hop right into the open. So you kind of you look over and you see this giant, this giant suit of armor, this giant locker monster. Um, who has some kind of melted metal around his face. Um, but other than that, you can see he's kind of looking around uh, in the, your general direction for any sign of movement. Great. That looks fun and scary. Um, I just wanted to send um, Bardic Inspiration at Brock for okay. breaking open sure. the door. And I quietly sing, 
You are amazing just the way you are. <laughs> I'm glad I got back in time for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ivy, your turn. My apologies. Um, I'm going to start by using all of my movement. It's 30 feet to try to get as close to Rosalyn as I can. Okay. So um, that's where you get to. And then I think I'm going to cast Entangle. Okay. Um, do it Actually, no, I'm going to cast Spike Growth. It worked well enough last time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it's ground within a 20-foot radius, centered on a point within range, twists, spouts, hard spikes. Can I do that into basically, yeah, roughly straight in front of where this, this guy is? a little bit and i think i want it far enough yeah yeah that's a pretty good lo location all right yeah. uh cool. any, any bonus actions or anything nope okay. all right uh well, that takes us back up to olivia at the top of the order i know you're playing with the spikes that's fine. Okay. So Olivia is going to run out of the office and I'm going to get to right here. Okay. And what I would like to do, and you can tell me if I cannot do this, but I would like to rip a door off of the locker okay. and throw it at Trevor. Good. All right, so just roll an attack. Uh, yeah, range attack. Okay, that is going to be an 18. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Um, what D, what dice are we going to roll for a locker? <laughs> I Let's feel go. like that's, you know, like a D12. I think it's a D6. Oh, fine. Um, and do I add my strength modifier, dexterity modifier? Strength. Strength. Okay. Seven. Seven. Okay. <coughs> um, the you chuck this locker. Bang! Right off the armor. He goes, kind of stumbles a little bit. Um, it doesn't seem to have done very much to him, uh, other than kind of annoy him, but it did keep your rage going. Um, Rosalind. It's your turn again because you delayed your turn on the last one, so you're back up in the order. Woohoo! Um, I'm trying to decide what to do. Um, oh, I have to. Okay. Never mind. I want to use this spell, but I would have to go up and touch him. Actually, hmm. 
I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. Let me look that up. And then try to get closer to Trevor. Okay. Um, so what's your path that you're going to take? Do I need to roll anything for invisibility or can I oh, just... You're just invisible. Oh, that's handy. Um, and let me look back at the map. Am I going to have to weave around? Like I can't go through Ivy's vines and stuff? You can. It, you'll take damage. Um, and okay. it'll down, but you can go through it if you want. Now let's go around to like south on this map and around okay. those lockers. So that's one. That's your movement. If you are going to take, let's see, invisibility was your action. Um, so yeah, I can't. But dash is dash a bonus action, or is that it is right? No, I think it's an action. Oh, okay. No idea. <laughs> All right, so you do still have a bonus action if you'd like, um, but that's that's about as close you're going to get now. Uh, bardic inspiration to Olivia. All right. Because I have hey, to Jeff. admit that it was pretty impressive that you tore off that locker door. All right. Even um, I'm impressed. All right. So Trevor is now, he's like, ah, now you guys are finally getting the number. And uh, he's going to, um, let's see. Um, he's going to point one of his hands um, at Olivia. And Olivia, you take eleven points of force damage. After right? Um, as you kind of get struck by the stuff that flies magically from his hands. That's 11 points halved, or is it fine? Um, are you immune to force damage? Or are you I'm immune force to all damage? damage except for psychic when I'm raging. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's, uh, that's with one hand. The other hand is this big hook. Um, so like one hand is like an actual like graspy hand with fingers. The other one is a hook and he hooks the bench next to him and he hurls that at you, Olivia. Um, and it spirals off way over your head and slams into the door uh, behind you, into the locker, <laughs> shatters, uh, and yeah, just turns into debris. Um, uh, and you can hear the machine kind of going, Periadne, <laughs> um, you're up. Okay, so I'm inspired by Olivia, by the way, because she's taken a lot of this. So I'm going to cast Radiant Soul on myself, um, which is my uh, longer form one. So I get a flying speed and it lasts for a minute. um, And I can do extra damage. So I'm going to come out here. I'm going to fly above the lockers over here, like right near Olivia. I I don't know why I point at my screen, because you can't see me, but you're you're doing it. That's exactly where I want it to be. so I can see him. And instead of casting Ray of Frost this time, I'm gonna try a new thing. Okay. I'm gonna cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Now, it looks a lot like my Ray of Frost. Okay. I'm gonna cast that. 
I'm not, I, hold on. I rolled the wrong dice. I got a 15. That's gonna miss. Uh, the bolt comes out of your hand and it just kind of over your shoulder. <laughs> ah, you can't hit me. Well, then I'm going to look to Olivia and I'm gonna say, don't believe in you. Believe in the me that believes in you. You can do this. And I hope everyone got that quote. It's from Gurren Lagan, which is a Gundam anime. <laughs> if nobody got it. I didn't get it, I'm sorry. Here, okay. I am. Here I am constructing a Gundam and I don't even understand the Gundam reference. So my face is red. It's okay, I, I haven't seen the show, but Nathan really likes to use that quote. So. <laughs> Um, all right, Zorgar, you're up. You're still back at the entrance. Oh, sorry, forgot to unmute. Okay, so I'll walk in. Say, see you later, Brock. See you in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, my movement is 30. How far can I get in there? I get... Yeah, you can tell about where I be is. Okay, so I can't get in view. Um, yeah, you can you can peek around those lockers. I'll we'll give you a thirty-two feet of movement. Um. Okay. Well, probably shouldn't. Okay, I'll just cast um, Misty Step. Oh, okay. And that will. Put me, let's see, I'll just draw. Let's go. It says I can go up to 30 feet. Um, I'll just, can I go right there? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, but out of sight, so I'll just hang out there. Any bonus actions you want to take? Um, let's see. Oh, apparently that was a bonus action. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, um, so use a cantrip with your main action if you want. Yeah. I will do... I'll cast. Oh, okay, so let's just say I teleported, so I was in view then, since that was a bonus action. Oh, sure. And I will cast. Will fire damage hurt this monstrosity? Um, general and intelligence check. The slight intelligence. Intelligence. <laughs> a five. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that heat melts metal. Like, pfft, you could probably roast this dude. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so I'll I'll cast firebolt on. Okay. Dead gay. Roll. <laughs> and I roll a one. <laughs> well, yeah, it rolled a one, but it was a seven with the the hit. But so you, you roll you again, right? Of, you reach out a hand. Like, Take this. And then, like, a spark goes <laughs> and lands in front of you. 
Um, I'm not having a good day. <laughs> all right, Brock, you're on. All right, I'm going to move through the office space, the area me and Olivia went through. I can move 30. Okay. All right, and I have my spear has a range of 20. Am I in range? No, I'm not. No. What's your What's your long range for the spear? Oh, I think it's like 60. Let me look it up quick. Right, what did you say it was? I think it's. Um, I'm looking at it right now. 60. So you're in range to if you if you want to throw your spear, you can throw it at disadvantage. Um, because you are in range with disadvantage. So you can do that if you'd like. I mean, why not? I mean, I, I like to be part of the battle and party. I'm all about it. I got all right, all at, uh, disadvantage. Um now when I so when I gave you plus two, do I give you plus two to attack rolls? Yes. Okay. So make sure you include that plus two plus any other bonuses and proficiencies that you have, but roll a disadvantage. Where does it say disadvantage? So disadvantage is you roll the d20 twice and take the lower one. So advantage is you roll it twice, take higher. Disadvantage is you roll it twice, you take the lower. Uh, six. Uh, plus your modifiers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was no, six. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. So I add six to that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Twelve. So you're, uh, Twelve is my lowest one. What's that? Twelve. Okay. So you throw your spear. It whistles through the air, kind of lands in the spike growth a little bit. Um, Can we say that it lands like right here, like on the edge of the spike growth in front of me? Sure. <laughs> you bet. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else Probably you want to do? Boot. Bonus actions. Um, I'm just very ashamed at how poor my throw was. It's a difficult throw. I mean, you're really far away. Um, Ivy, it's your turn. Okay. I think Ivy starts by saying, "I'm maybe should have considered everyone's ranged attack abilities before making this." <laughs> Um, but I would, I would like to move, uh, about around Olivia, just right next to her. And I am going to cast Thorn Whip, has a range of 30 feet. The, uh, um, oh, yeah. what's this guy's name again? Brian or whatever. Trevor. Trevor. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. So I'm going to cast it on him. Okay. Uh, it's a melee spell attack. Okay. So let's see. He it would be one d six, so he takes three damage. Pier, um, uh, three what, piercing. Oh, what was the what was the hit to do? Oh. Hang on. Yeah, that means like 20. Well, 20, right? Ooh, 19. Oh, yep. Yeah, so he's going to take three piercing damage, and the whip 
is going to pull him 10 feet closer, just right into the middle of those thorns. What do the thorns do? Is it 2d4? Yes. Or what? No, they do 2d. Holy crap. 2d6 for every five. Oh, no. I've got it wrong. I've got it wrong. Hang on. Okay. Sorry. I've got it. Okay. So he did. Okay. He does a total of six damage. I rolled 2d6 for the thorn whip. Okay. For uh, spike growth, he takes two. D4 for every five feet. Okay. So I guess I roll four D4. Mm-hmm. Three, five, six, and uh, nine. Okay. So a total of 15 damage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. All right. Um, you, know, you, you kind of you pull him forward. He's like, "Hey, uh, what the heck is this crap?" And like, it's kind of poking his armor, and uh, he's not he's not terribly happy about that. Just getting uh, dragged through a bunch of thorns <laughs> with a thorny vine. It's yeah, it it would hurt. <laughs> um, Olivia, back up to the top with you. Okay, so Olivia, in her rage, is shrieking, top of her lungs, just, ah! She's going to pick up Brock's spear and use that to pole vault herself on top of Trevor. Just a second. What is your strength score? Not your modifier, but your score. 17. And how tall are you? I don't know. I'm a half elf, so pretty tall. You're less than six feet, though, right? We'll call it 5'9. So you are trying to jump. Your jump is 17 feet horizontally. So, yeah. You can land on him. Cool. Do I need to roll athletics or anything for that, or make a make a weapon attack? No, that's just your jump. I was doing your uh, jump calculator. Okay, but I don't need to roll for the jump. No, you can okay. you can seventeen feet with your stats, so you're fine. Cool. All right, so um, I'm going to use my great axe destiny and just start hammering away at his head. Uh, did you summon Destiny? Yeah, when I raged. Well, I assumed that I kind of still had Destiny from the library. Oh, okay. I pretty much came straight here, so. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. No! Go ahead. And... All right, I dropped it. It's uh... not even your true D20. Wait, doesn't ha- something happen when she drops it? Falls down. <laughs> Into the spike. <laughs> uh, no. So I rolled a... A 19. Uh, that'll hit. Awesome. Okay, so that's 1d6 plus 3. So that's 8. Okay. Um, clang on his head. Now you cannot end your turn on top of him. So Why not? What are you going to do? 
I can't? Nope. Okay, I'm just going to hop off on top of these lockers over here then. Okay. Um, if you're going to do that, that is going to require an acrobatics check. Okay, an acrobatics check or an athletics check? I feel like uh, that's acrobatics. an athletics check. It's an acrobatics check. You're jumping onto the top of lockers. Alright, uh, yep, you land right on top of the lockers, you kind of, I imagine kind of, it's like, you jumped up with the hammer, kind of swung it around and used the momentum of the hammer swing to like, bang, push yourself up those last couple feet and land on top of the lockers there. Uh, technically your high jump's only six feet, but it's a fantasy world, so. Uh, Rosalind, or do you have anything else you want to do? Any bonus? All right, Rosalind, you are invisible in the corner uh, of the uh, locker room over there. Yep, Um, so I'm going to move 15 feet to the right. Okay. So that Trevor's in sight. Um, And I'm going to cast Suggestion. Okay. Which is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. What are you suggesting to him to do? I say, Strevius is evil, support the superlative six. Hmm. Yes, think really. I'm just reading this. I'm reading the spell description. (laughs) Wondering. Because he failed his saving throw. Pretty badly. Uh, I don't remember what your DC is, but rolling a natural three doesn't lend itself to passing a lot of saving throws. Nope. <laughs> We're gonna say no. <laughs> no you I think suggest I a course 13. of activity and magically influence a creature you can see within range from human understanding. And even though I'm invisible, he can hear me because I'm gonna say it very loudly. With my booming, projecting after voice. Up to eight hours? Yes. (laughs) Did I stump you, Andrew? Um. Ah. Yeah. He, um. Okay, um. He powers down. Um, like, all right, all right. I don't want. I don't want to hurt you guys. I don't want to hurt you guys. Can somebody get these thorns off of me, please? Hmm. Well, shoot. <laughs> are we are we out of initiative then? <laughs> yeah. Um, Ivy, you can dismiss the spells at any point if you'd like. Right. Am I? have big implications for every uh, mage we encounter from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried this last time, though, and it didn't work. Yeah, so. she tried it last time. It didn't work out so well. <laughs> sharpest knife in the drawer. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. He 
It, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm so glad the superlative six is here. I knew Strevius is back. Did you know that? <laughs> okay. I'm still invisible out of in the corner, so I'm never returning to that. I don't even know what happened. You were just fighting him, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm sorry, don't hurt me. I mean, Olivia's, Olivia's really frustrated because she really wanted to wallop on this guy, so she just takes her axe and just slams it into the lockers. And just, whoa, that, wow, jeez. Oh, you're Olivia, right? Yes. Cool. Hey, um, can you sign my power armor? Wait, can I what? Can you sign my power armor? And he kind of holds, he holds out one of the big mech arms. Do you have a pen? Uh, no. Okay. I'll sell you one for five bucks. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sorgar, right? I got, I, I got three, yeah, right here, man. He starts patting around. Um, but you can see that, like, it's the mech is obviously modeled to his body, but he's touching his own chest and pockets. So you see the mech's like, <laughs> um, he like, oh, um, hey, do you have, um, I have a 20. Do you have, do you have change? Yeah, I'll, I'll pay you back later. Oh, I, awesome. I some money back um, in my locker. Have you just, have you just spelled the, the thorns, Ivy? Um, sure, but Ivy okay. is not, is hesitant to do that. <laughs> okay. say she's kind of like, fine, but come on, I'll split the money. Come on. Trevor, Trevor runs over in the suit, <laughs> hands Orgar the 20 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stop sharing since we're out of initiative. That's okay. Okay, sure. Um, you go, can I can I have the pen? Uh, Olivia's going to summon power. Oh, you're muted. Oh, there you go, Mike. Ah, yeah, yeah. Grab the pen. Here you go. Should I make it out too? Um, 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 Trevor. Your biggest fan. To Brian, my biggest fan, Olivia Duncan Davies. Awesome. He looks at it, but he's looking at it upside down. He's like, yeah. Mm. Um, and he's like, oh, superlative six. Yeah. What are we doing? What's the haps? We need this guy's phylactery, right? Yeah. Do I do we see the letter anywhere? No, um look at perception check, but well no, you, you don't see a letter anywhere. I ask Trevor. Yo. Do you happen to have your letter from your letterman's jacket? Oh, I never got a letterman's jacket. I did not do well enough in some of my classes. <laughs> but did you receive a letter? No, I didn't. I wonder if it's different for every person. What was different? Oh, oh, nothing. Uh, let me see that signature. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to sign it too? I know you sold me the pen, but do you want to sign it too? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I sign it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now only five to, five to go. All right. 
uh, Trevor. Um, yeah. Do you even know what a phylactery is? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, phylactery. Um, I was supposed to um, keep it hidden in this pouch that I have back here. And he turns around, and you can see that there's, like, a little hatch um, on the back of the mech. He's like, yeah, um, I, I wasn't supposed to show this to anybody, but I got it right here. Is it something very important to you? Yes, it's the first DUI ticket I ever got. <laughs> Trevor, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm Ivy Putrish, and I would like yeah. to sign your DUI ticket. If that's you okay. want to sign my DUI ticket? Can you sign my armor first? Can, like, I'm collecting on my armor. Can I, can I do that? Sure. Just remember that if you destroy the phylactery, <laughs> you also kill Trevor. <laughs> Oh yeah, don't do that. That would be real. <laughs> That'd be real bad for me. But you can sign. You can sign it if you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm right in. Write uh, my name on her his uh, arm there, and I assume he's holding out his DUI ticket now too. And he's, well, he's trying to reach it with his mech arms. Like, Will you guys open it for me? Turns around and just kind of like, no. If you just grab it, you can sign it back there if you want. Okay. <laughs> Reach in, pull it out, write my name on it. Is it okay if I just hold on to this for a little while? Let's see. What was I supposed to do? Never let it out of the pouch. Right. It's already out of the pouch. So what was? If it comes out of the pouch, put it back in. You can look at it for a little bit. But look with your eyes, not with your hands. Okay. I just like to look at it. I find DUI tickets fascinating. Aren't they, though? Because it's like they have to try to guess how much you've had that night. And it's like they were way off. Like my tolerance is like through the roof, brother. Like I had to like, I was pounding, pounding. A real, you know, yeah, a real snapshot into how much old uh, plants you consume, liquefied plants you consumed that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, doing plant shots, doing you know regular shots. Was uh, was Trevor a, uh, a fellow bone sport player? Mm -hmm. Nah, man, but I respect the hustle. I was in a student council. <laughs> I was the secretary because I write really good. I can't read my own handwriting, but other people can. Um, also, so, sorry, go ahead. I was just, uh, when he says DUI, it's driving a carriage under the influence. Carriage, chariot, steel horse, a rhino once, like, you name it, I've DUI'd it. Okay. Um, Giraffe so once, that was a night. That was a night. <laughs> so, just so I'm clear, so the phylactery is the DUI ticket, which is in a pouch, mm -hmm. which is in the back of the mech, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Trevor, what if, because uh, you've got this like 
I don't know if you know, but on the back here, this like thing that you've got the pouch in, it's open. Yeah. Like anybody could grab this pouch. Well, yeah, Ivy just opened it. Right. So it seems like maybe it would be safer. We'll keep the DUI ticket in the pouch, but maybe one of us should hold on to the pouch for you. So that way people don't come up and just grab it out of the compartment. Hmm. That sounds pretty smart. And you are my favorite. Let me think about this. Um, go ahead and roll a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. okay. Never mind. He rolled a two. Um, so he's like, Olivia, seriously, if anybody could hold my first DUI ticket, I'd want it to be you. Right back at you, bud. Do you have a DUI, DUI ticket that I can hold? No. Uh, but if I had one, I would let uh, you hold it. Yeah. It's like, do you just not have it anymore? Like, I framed mine. No, I've never, I've never gotten a DUI ticket, Trevor. Whoa, really? Man, you must be rich. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, because like your parents probably like paid off people or something. Like, not mine. Not. They were like, if you get another one, then you're, you're going to have to fend for yourself. And I did. And I fended for myself. <laughs> Dope. Nice. Cool. So I'm going to take the couch. Boy, couch. We even got the same like job after like in the summer. Yeah. While he's talking, I'm grabbing the pouch and putting it in my bag. Like, we went Jefferson and Alexis and, and, and uh, what's her face? The other one. I can never Stacey, remember. Stacy, right? Yeah, Stacy. The four of us, we all got the same job one summer. That was dope. And like I was crashing on my boy Jefferson's couch and you know it was just like ha dope we had so many righteous parties at jefferson's house and he'd always come don't you burn these parties at my house trevor i don't like it and i'd be like so oh. trevor yeah so you guys all got the same job yeah and now you're all trying it to was bring called back a job but i never actually got any money for it <laughs> so like you know like, I guess there's a job, but, like, they called it a ninja ship. So, like, I don't know. Uh, like an internship, but a ninja. Du a a dunder-fed ninja ship. That was what it was called. Cool. <laughs> you and your friends got an unpaid internship, and now you are the four that are trying to bring back Strevius. I thought he was bad. Why would I want to bring him back? He's bad. He's bad, isn't he? I don't remember very much from recently. I do remember a lot about Strevius, and I remember he's bad. So what's the happening? Uh, we're going to get crunk. I know it was like the reunion tonight or something. I don't know why I'm here. Like, the locker room smells like feet, and I don't like it. But, like, I'm here, and you're here. Let's make a party of it. Okay. All right, bud. We're going to play the quiet game now. Whoa, I hate that game. One, two, three, go. I all the time. I hate that game. No, I'll figure it out. <laughs> One, two, and three, he, go. And his, his huge mechanics smashes Trevor. into a locker and pulls out a giant keg. And he's like, let's do this, guys. Oh, my gosh. Can who's, I? Who's with me? 
And then he the other hand smashes a giant hole in it, and there's just like beer spilling all over him. And he's just like, yeah, just pouring it. And it's just like going all over the place. And he's like, come on, who else? Who else wants to? I call it this. I call it a messy kegger. Anybody else? Anybody else wants them? Trevor, this is super mad that he's splashed beer all over her dress. Trevor, this is the best idea you've ever had. Ah, Wait, that's my guy. How about? (laughs) (laughs) I pretend to take a drink. How about you get everything set up in here, right? And we're going to go get everybody else and bring them to the party, okay? Oh, I have a quick DM question. Yeah. Uh, The liquid he poured out of the uh, keg, is there enough water in it that I could shape it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Ivy would like to say something like, uh, I think that's enough out of you for now, Trevor. And I cast Shape Water, which um, I take all the liquid coming out of the, the keg, form it around Trevor, and freeze it. Just make a Trevor popsicle. <laughs> Oh I would I could do that. That's good. <laughs> I would like to have a a sidebar with uh, some party members while you uh, enjoy some. What do we call this? A mead popsicle. You see, he's like <laughs> frozen in it. Rosalind <laughs> yells, still invisible. That was. Awesome! And then I reappear. Okay. I can't so, believe that works. <laughs> um. So if I'm, maybe you all are smarter than me, but if I recall in the library, we've heard that what might break the spell with the phylacteries is giving up your devotion to Strevius. Um, I get the sense that Trevor is no longer a Strevious devotee. Do you think it's safe to just burn that DUI ticket? I think that the phylactery is still tied to his life force regardless of whether he's devoted to Strevious. Also, isn't he like fake, no longer devoted to Strevious? Like once the spell wears off, he goes back to being deeply in love with Trevis. I think so. Deeply in love. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I commit to my roles, so I can concentrate on this spell for a very long time. I'm not questioning your spellcasting ability. I know you got it in you. (laughs) I mean, my top priority is that he lives and then after that, that he dies, but not turn into dust. And after that, turn into dust. Um, I could play around with your idea of killing him and then bringing him back to life. I wouldn't propose to it. <laughs> what? Why is everyone looking at me like that? I, I proposed it. I'm down. <laughs> this guy's annoying. <laughs> Oh, by the way, streets uh, would be safer. That's true. 
I mean, we're doing the community a favor. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone except the local tavern. Now, alternatively, we do have him under the spell for the next eight hours. And assuming team. Roz is able to maintain concentration, it is a concentration spell, right? So if she's able to maintain concentration on this spell, which I will. Could, Maybe he could help us out fighting the other acolytes. But if she were to lose concentration, we go into this auditorium with two other acolytes, then like the risk is she does lose concentration and then we have three acolytes to fight instead of two. But I have his phylactery. So I don't think even if even if the spell were to break, he can't really do anything. You would just point, kill right? him then? Yeah. He does have all that armor. He could come to our advantage. Does suggestion work like that? Can you like, does saying one thing just, I guess you did say support the six. Yep, she said. That I did. Support the, the superlative six. So that's, he keeps that because he's trying to figure out what he can do to help you guys. Well, and frankly, I'm... I don't know why we're not all talking about how awesome I am for doing that. <laughs> you can all thank me later. Well, you were invisible. I didn't know where it came from. I was changing the screensavers on the computer in the office, and all of a sudden, he stopped. <laughs> it was a two, were you changing it to the pipes? That's the best one. <laughs> no, I was changing it 3D to the 3D, maze. The 3D <laughs> logo with I Love uh -huh. <laughs> The one that maze. bounces sometimes gets in the corner, but doesn't quite, and... Yes, you're Olivia... sticking all the monitors to play the Gandalf <laughs> saxophone. <Yes. laughs> um, Olivia's like sitting cross-legged up on top of the locker still, and she kind of folds her arms, just goes, "Yes, that was pretty cool, Roz." What? What was that, Olivia? I didn't. I couldn't quite hear you. Roll my eyes. It was pretty cool, I guess. Oh, thank you, Olivia. I will. It was pretty cool that you ripped off that locker door and threw it at him, and then jumped on top of Trevor. So yeah, I really wanted to hurt him. Now I can't. <laughs> I think you'll still get your chance. Yeah. That's what's the plan. I said we risk it and take him with us. Yeah, I like I'll, that idea too. I'll, I'll, things interesting. I'll keep him talking. I mean, I guess the worst that could happen is that he, Olivia, because Olivia has his DUI. So I guess the worst, the worst that could happen is if he turns on us or Rosalind loses it, we rip it and he dies. And I'm not saying that's a good option. I'm just saying that's like worst case scenario. But what if you have a backup dies? plan? What if Rosalind yeah. dies and Olivia dies at the same time? Well, then that's the worst plan, guys. And we are the super superlifts of six. And so. Superfluous six. <laughs> How about Olivia rips it in half now? In the very half suggestion. But if I rip it in half, then Trevor dies. No, I know. I was being funny. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> Brock is not the smartest. To, to okay. The other, the other thing that about this is that if we go in and the other two acolytes figure out that I have Trevor's phylactery, there's a chance that they could try to steal it back. 
I'll just so, say if we do this, just any any chance of you losing it, you just no risk. Just whoosh. okay. Worst case scenario, if they go for you, start singing. It's a good enough distraction to give you time to rip it. I mean, my singing is pretty good. Uh huh. That's what I meant. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. This is an agreeable arrangement, I think. Um, do you want to uh, unfreeze the water then? Yeah, I think I'll form it into like a dozen mead sickles, like just <laughs> enough for everyone to have like a nice little snack as they head to the auditorium. Love it, a little boozy snack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> best. There it starts to crack and like, dude, that was refreshing. <laughs> He, his mech arms already have like four of the musicals. And he's just like, he just starts licking them. He's like, oh, oh dude. You know what would be great? You know, you know what would be great when it gets real hot in the summer? Like, I could have, I would have killed to have these on my ninja ship. Like, it was hot and bad. So, like, I would have loved these. What do you call them? Meatsicles. Meadsicles. Ah, <laughs> sounds like meat. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so what's the haps? Uh, would you like to help us defeat Strevius? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Like, I was supposed to do this thing with my DUI thing and everything, and I, I didn't want to, so I didn't. <laughs> and now, like, um... Now you guys showed up and it was like, I'll hang with these guys. These guys are way cooler than Jefferson. Don't tell Jefferson I said that. Like, I'm still living with him technically. So don't, unless I could crash with you guys. Um, this little thing about, like, I'd be willing to say Jefferson's not cool if I could crash with one of you guys. Well, we, we might end up killing Jefferson. So just keep that on the back. Oh, I don't do that. Jefferson's cool. Like, he's cool. He's mean sometimes, but like I know that he likes me because sometimes he doesn't hit me, which is you know pretty cool. So um, yeah, he's pretty cool. Oh, do you guys do you guys know where Jefferson is? Like, do you need me to help you like take you there? The auditorium or the gymnasium, right? Oh uh, yeah, they're at the auditorium. They got this whole thing like set up. Like, it's really trippy, you guys. Like, it's crazy, man. Do you guys know that Jefferson's really good at illusions? So is Stacy. Like, they're, like, top-notch. Like, like they did this one illusion once where, like, I was playing basketball, and then I threw the ball up, and they changed the ball into my own head, and I thought I lost my head for, like, like 20 minutes. Like, it was really scary. Um like, I could see my own head on the ground, and I kept trying to put it on my neck, but, like, my real head was there, so I just kept hitting myself in the head with the ball really hard, and I passed out, and then when I woke back up, I kept trying to do it until I passed out again. Um, they're, like, really good at illusions. Olivia's trying really hard not to just laugh, because she finds that hilarious. Cool. Cool. Well, um, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Uh, I freaking made this mech inside the locker room. Hang on a sec. And he just starts smashing walls in the locker room to get out because he's too big. So he's just like, <laughs> and then he finally busts out into the hallway. He's like, oh, 
Cool. All right. Where are we going? Oh, that's right. You need me to take you. That's right. Come on. Let's go. Um, he starts heading towards the auditorium. Um, as we're walking, I say, Trevor, do you, do you have any idea what illusions Jefferson has prepared today? They wouldn't tell me. They, I kept asking. I was like, is my head going to be a basketball again? And they were like, shut up, Trevor. Like, we only do that when we're bored. And so I was like, oh, okay. we're not bored right now. And they're like, no, shut up. Go away. And they're like, go and do your ritual in the locker room already. And I was like, don't tell me what to do. So, like, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like you told them. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> I was showing them and everything. Um, hey, you look really familiar. Do I know you? I'm Roxland, of course. One of the superlative six. Oh, yeah. You were the guy who, you were going out with Desmond. Uh, what was that? You you were going out with Desmond for a while. I snuck in on you guys making out in the closet once. I was looking for the bathroom and I came in and it wasn't a bathroom, it was a closet. Like, that's the third time that it happened to me to that day. Mm. I remember. Oh, I busted. Right. I, 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 I think you were sadly misinformed. You must be confusing me with that. I don't think now. Trevor's smart enough to lie. I don't think oh, Trevor has drank and he, drank and he points over to, to the. Excuse you with anyone. You're he wrong. He points over to the cast list that's in the in the other hallways. Like, no, that guy right there, Desmond. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Man, I think you and me confused with someone else. We no, need to hurry Desmond, up and get Rosalind. Tell me Desmond, all about I remember, this. I remember. Because I left and Desmond chased me down and pushed me and was like, don't tell anybody. And I was like, why? He's just don't call hottie, bro. And he was like, shut up, man. We're trying to keep this on the DL. And I was like, I won't tell any. Oh, I just told some. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you tell That's okay, Desmond? Trevor. That's okay. So Rosalind, yeah. mm -hmm. tell me all about this. Fun. Desmond and I dated. He got detention and had to work on sets for the play and we maybe had a little bit of a fling yeah get it girl Desmond mm -hmm. was so cool like he was like the coolest dude i knew like even cooler than zorgar sorry zorgar but like he was really cool i mean ross he was like the catch of you know the whole bard department i well, he wasn't a bard, was he, Andrew? <laughs> oh, but he wanted to be. Like, he was, he was really funny. His dad was making him do bone, bone, bone break, bone sport. I never remember what it's called. <laughs> I played it when I was six. Once I got hit too many times in the head. I don't remember what it's called. It's bone something. Um, and his dad was making him do that. But what he really wanted to do was sing and dance. So like he like he was really cool, but he wasn't allowed to be with bards. So he would hang out with bards whenever he could. That's why he chose to break sets um, for his detention because he also could have had detention with me. And we were supposed to scrub the gelatinous cube marks off of the training pavilion. 
and he didn't want to do that with me because like it stinks. Um, so he went and built sets instead. Yeah, all the all of the girls in the bard class thought he was super cute. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so what happened? I Olivia, you know me. I have too much talent to be contained and not have going further than he would. And my light cannot <laughs> be sniffed out. So I told them he wanted to come forward and I told them that we couldn't. And I had to go my own way and become a star in my <sighs> But it was nice while it lasted. Mm -hmm. um, I have tissues somewhere in my mech if you need them. Can I? Uh... Sometimes I've noticed I, when Stacy I... talks about her boyfriend, she cries. So if you need any, if you need any tissues, I have them. He's like opening up lockers and he's Can like, I... oh. Andrew, can Thanks, I roll a perception Trevor. check to see if she's telling the truth? Yeah. Oh, that's rude. And that 20. Is she telling the truth, Rosalind? Yeah, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Reluctantly. <laughs> this guy spilled everything. Ah, yeah. Um, so, so where's Desmond these days? I... I haven't heard from him since. Trevor, do you know? Mm, uh, I've been hiding out for the last 15 years, not doing very much, just chilling with Jefferson, like doing whatever he says and stuff. So if there, if you're not Jefferson or Stacy or Alexis, I haven't seen you for 15 years. Hmm. Or, or Travis, I guess. Um, I saw him every once in a while. But like, are you and Desmond cool now? Or would like, could I call him or something? Or like... No, we haven't uh, spoken since I broke up with him. Oh, not for you. For Could I call him and like, see, see what's up? <laughs> like, he was really cool. Like, he was really good. And he could sing real good. Like, he used to sing this one song to get him real hopped up for the game. I think it was called like, Hey, bet your head in the dame or something like that. I don't remember the exact words, <laughs> um, but he was like really good at singing and it was dope. Trevor, you are an enigma and a wealth of such huh. unique knowledge. Ah, thanks. I, I, that's that's nice of you to say. I like my enigmas scrambled. Um, so if you're making some, <laughs> take them. I like go to say and I just stop. I'm like ah, I'm, I like my enigmas scrambled too. Yeah, I had them. I had them. Uh, one sunny side up once, and then I spilled all over my shirt. And Jefferson hit me once, and it was like I don't want to do this. So it yeah. seems to me that Jefferson has a temper. Well, yeah, you know, we've been working so hard to bring Stervius back for the last 15 years that he got real short with me towards the end because he's like, you're not pulling your weight. <laughs> but it's like, I can bench almost as much as Brock. So I am definitely pulling the weight in here. 
Uh, not even close. <clears throat> but okay. not, dude, I'm wearing this armor. Check it. <laughs> Magic power right here, bro. Okay. 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 Like, I know about the God of Games, too. Like, he's dope. Yeah, do you pray to him? I mean, I don't pray. Like, I find organized religion a little repressive. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really, it's not conducive to a lot of new ideas and thinking. Um, a lot of times it tries to get back to an age and a day, um, you know, when things were kind of simpler. But we didn't think about like racial injustice or any kind of world outside of our own. Um, so I find organized religion restrictive, but the God of Games is dope, bro. Okay. Teach his own. Teach his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I dated this real hardcore cleric once, and she was like way into the rules. <laughs> I was just like, can I get the second base here? What? Like, come on. And she had like this whole list of like stuff we had to do first. Yeah. It's, it was, you know, I, you know, I learned a lot about myself in that relationship. Um, how much I like second base for one. Um, but uh, that's, that's, you know, I turn to Olivia <laughs> and say, can you just rip that DUI, please? <laughs> for the love of all that's holy no, in this no, no, world. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> I want to, Trevor, I want has, Trevor to keep are there any meatsicles left? Oh, I chugged those, man. Like, they were starting to melt in my hands and getting all over. Oh, no. So I just, like, like while you guys were talking about Desmond, I just kind of threw them in, and then they all melted. So. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, I might have some in my pouch if you want some more. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know very much about you. Like, I know you're in the superfluous seven or whatever, but, like, you got, but, like, you were quiet. Like, but you could, like, make zombies and stuff? Like, what's up, man? Um, you know, quiet people love being told they're quiet. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Chris, uh, 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 Stacy says it to me all the time. <laughs> hmm. Uh, you know, it's something I do occasionally. You know, we you only get one life to live, but endless possibilities and death. Yeah. Well, you well, like if you're a zombie, doesn't that mean you get another life? Yeah. 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 So like, like your zombies are they like, are they like fast zombies, or are they like, or are they like the kind zombies? You know, that like will pick a flower with you and stuff. You know. I think he'll zombie maybe anachronistic here. I not oh, so I'm much sorry. when I didn't we say no, I'm sorry. no, no, no offense taken. It's uh, oh. we usually say we animate the dead, but I do that quite literally with the earth. And oh, cool! So there. Like a better term would be like reanimated or something like that. Like, would that be a little bit less like offensive? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't find it. Either. I don't find zombie particularly offensive, but, oh. but I don't make zombies in the traditional sense. Oh, cool. So, like, they have their own minds and stuff. Like, they can do what they want. Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe you would have to ask one. You can, can we get one? Or like, oh, you'd probably need somebody to die, huh? We do. I think we could get one if we wanted, though. Oh, you promise? Like, yes. Like, if there's something dead that pops up, could you, like, for sure, speak them into a zombie? I promise that before Stravius dies, we will find a zombie for you. Oh, the party. That's so meet. cool. Because you want to know something cool? Strevius said that either he would die tonight or raise the whole world. And I was like, raise the whole world? Like, that's going to be a lot of diapers. And, like, that's a lot of formula and, like, attention. Like, there's a lot of people with, like, attention problems and stuff. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool, though, that he wants to be, like, dad to everybody. So he would Strevius, either die or do it. So Strevius wants to raise the entire world? I know, right? Like, like maybe he, like, I was raised a lot by, like, a bunch of different of my dad's girlfriends. So, like, I don't have a strong female figure to really look up to. Maybe Strevius wants to be the strong male figure for, like, the whole world. And maybe he's looking for, you know, a string of girlfriends to help him raise the world. Like, maybe that's what he's looking for. Hmm. It's a. It's, so I'm going to see a zombie like today. It's a that theory. is dope. <laughs> it's a theory, Trevor. Hey, uh, um, Ivy, do you want to ride on my neck? Ride on. Yeah, you can put on the shoulder, and you can just kind of hang up there, and I like you could like see from like way up high. No. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, anyway, hey, we've been walking around in a circle around the quad this whole time. Where was we going? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That's wait, right. Okay. wait, wait, wait. Before, before we go in, I want some more juicy details on Desmond and Rosalind. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. So spill can it. We, spill can, it. Can spill we it. stop reliving my past mistakes and go and stop an evil wizard from oh, doing my mistakes? I think that would be hey, great. Did you know? Did you know that what? Like, so I one time I probably should have brought this up earlier, but I was I forgot. I found Desmond crying once in the boys' bathroom, and I was like, "What's up, man?" And he was like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it, dude." And I was like, no, so like for real. And he told me to go away. So I pretended to go away. I made really loud noises and then softer noises as I, like I was leaving. And then I went Eek! like the door was closing and I waited for him. And then another one of his friends came in and he told everything to his friend. He like really liked you. Yeah, thank you. Again, can we, I, I get it. I shouldn't have broken up with him. And I was too proud, and he was a great guy, and we can just, that was 15 years ago. We need to go stop Strevius. Oh, hang, hang on a sec, hang on a sec, hang on a sec, <laughs> hang on a sec. Um, and you see Trevor has a scroll that he's holding, and he's like, all right, um, Rosalind says hi, wants to say sorry for being proud, and says what's up. <laughs> And it goes, he sent a scroll of spending, uh, sending to Desmond. <laughs> Great. Um, can, we, can we go defeat 
some people now? Great. Oh, I have to wait for the return message. It's 10 minutes. Real quick. Yeah. Um, if we're going to be like waiting for a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. Olivia has her sending stone. And mm. uh, the matching one is with her husband, Roger. Okay. So I just want to kind of uh, give him a call real quick. Okay. Uh, um, a little stone in your ear. Mm -hmm. Hello? Hey, Roger. Oh, it's uh, me. Uh, hey, Olivia. Um, are hey. you okay? Yeah, um, yeah, we're good. I just wanted to uh, check in and, and let you know that we're okay and and uh, see what you're doing. I'm, I'm outside the, the school. Um, I'm waiting there. There's a whole kind of crowd out here. There's, um, uh, you know what? Never mind. Um, what, no, what, what but, you? um, I mean, like we, <clears throat> we, I accidentally killed a girl. Um, um that. Do I, do I need to call George? Um, I mean, I don't think it would hurt, but I think in this case, it's probably fine. She was, she was pretty evil. She was working for Strevius. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't like, okay. All right. As long as it yeah. wasn't one of those things, like, I Yeah. Okay. As long as it carriage related incident or something like that. No, like, no, nothing like that. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we we killed her, and then we found another acolyte, and he's helping us now, which is good. I'm sorry, he's helping you. Yeah, Roslan cast this crazy spell, and now he's like helping us out. So, hmm. yeah. Um, don't trust him. What? Don't trust him. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know. That that big that big angel guy was talking about uh, phylacterial dissonance really mm -hmm. loud in that. Um, and I looked it up, like, they, these people have to give themselves completely over to their overlord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know. know. what kind of spell she casts, but I wouldn't trust it. Oh, yeah. Well, I have his, uh, I have his phylactery, so if, uh, if anything happens and he turns on us, I'll just tear it up and it'll be fine. So. Oh, it, oh, okay. It's um, DUI ticket. It's not mine. It's his. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, do, do you need anything? Um, no. I just. Uh, it's really good to hear your voice. Oh. Um. Nice to hear yours. Hey, I have uh, a. I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. When we when we got married. Hmm? What. What made you want to marry me? Wow. Ooh, wow. Um, yeah, I, I know. It's just like we're apparently this next, there are two acolytes in the next place, and there's all this illusion magic. And I just, um, just in case, I, I've had this question for a while. Yeah. Well, what I was, I didn't want to worry you, but there's really heavy black clouds forming out here. Um, they're literally ominous out here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just in case, like, something happens. I just, you know, wanted to know. Um, I, I guess, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I knew that I liked you. Um, you, um, 
because I was like, you know, cute and bar. Well, I mean, that's initially why I like, that's initially why we started dating and hanging out and stuff. But I, I mean, I don't, I almost sound like a jackass there, but I mean, I've dated plenty of cute people in the past, but you were the first one who seemed to have an inner strength that none of nobody else did. Um, you seemed strong and capable in a way that other people didn't. And it, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I've always liked that. I, I feel like lately, maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe lately I haven't seen that side of you. Like you're still strong, but it feels, it almost feels like you're trying to show me what you think I want. Um, but uh, honestly, why I married you was because I, I saw something different in you. Wow, no, that's ugh, sound like a jackass again. I knew there was something different about you. I knew something, I knew that you had, I, I don't know. And it, I, I still love you, of course. And I, you know, you're gorgeous and accomplished and everything, but I, I wish I saw that strength a little bit more. Yeah. So like, if I wasn't cute and, you know, magical and, you know, this very, you know, bard-like person, <laughs> per se, like, was it, I guess I'm scared that you wouldn't love me anymore. I, of, of course I... <laughs> And your shatter, your sending stone has shattered in your ear. Lightning has struck the school um, from the dark clouds on the outside. Dang uh, it! I wanted to ask him to get Desmond here. <sighs> okay. Um, you guys are sitting there. Um, you guys have paced the quad a couple times as Trevor has been telling you stories, and he's like, "Oh, here comes the sending message." Um, he says, um, raw, new number, who dis? <laughs> so, I don't, is that, is that like a code you guys have? Like, oh, are you going to go make out somewhere? Guys, we should leave them. Like, there's a closet over there. We can leave them. Trevor. Trevor I think it's time to go. To... We didn't need to get my hopes up. Okay. Hmm? Now, we just need to defeat a wizard. Okay. Let's move on. Forget okay. it. <laughs> um, auditorium's right over here. Um, walks over to the auditorium, um, pushes the doors open, and you can see this just empty auditorium, just like every other school auditorium. Stage, curtains, seats. There's nothing on the stage. Um, and Trevor pushes the doors open. It's like, all right, um, they're in here. Do we see them? Oh, no, they're hiding, but like they are definitely in here. Did okay. they know? Why are they hiding? I told you they're really good at illusions. I would like to do a perception check. Yeah. 
What dang, 25. That is a really good perception. It's about as good as it gets, yeah. About as good as it gets. But fortunately, it is not as good as it gets. So you see a blank stage uh, with chairs and curtains and everything. Just, just the way it is. Um, I think Ivy would say something along the lines of, I'm I'm convinced this auditorium is empty. Let's investigate it. It's empty except for the two wizards that are hiding in there. Can I push Trevor in before us? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, go go, uh, go get him. Get him out for us. (laughs) Well, he kind of stumbles forward, but he's too big. His back armor is too big for the doors. So, like, you push him and he falls forward, but, like, only his head is in the door. And, like, he's flailing. His limbs are kind of flailing. It's like, ah, dang it, dang it. Ah, shoot, come on. And then, like, he pulls his arms forward and, like, like drags himself in. And, like, you can hear the metal squeaking on the top of the door. It's like, Meow. He's like, ah, that was loud. <laughs> Ah. And he stands up and he's like, ah, um, if I had to guess, they're probably waiting in the wings. Um, so I'll just go get them. And he like, he, and he starts to tromp forward. Olivia's really tempted to make a joke to Roz about waiting in the wings, but she resists. I would uh, have appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he walks up, Trevor walks up and like pulls the curtain open and is like, Hmm. All right. Walks over to the other one. Oh, I guess they're not here. They told me they were waiting on the side of the stage for you guys. Cool. Should we just go in? I told you guys it's an empty auditorium. All right. You guys, if it makes you feel any better. Olivia and I can walk 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 the length of the auditorium just to tr- double check. I think okay. Just speaking from last time when Ariadne and I got stuck in the locker room by ourselves. I don't want to repeat that. Yeah, I think we should all go in together. But maybe well, some guess, of us hang back. That's what I'm saying. It's like we all go in, but we walk around just to double check since we've got parameter highest, check. Uh, got the tank. Yeah, was... sounds good to me. Hey, you guys, since we know that they use illusions, and I mean, think I was invisible earlier. So how do we know it's empty for sure? So right, that it's we're, an auditorium still. We're, we're like willing to put our lives on the line to tri- trip. Um, Trevor, Trevor kind of like, he goes, that's a good point. They're really, hang on a sec. And he starts jumping in the air and like grabbing at stuff. Like <laughs> and like jumping all over the stage. He's like, I I don't feel anything. Well, I think that we're not gonna know for sure unless we go in. And then right before we go in, I nudge Rosalind and I'm like, it is theater of the mind, Rosalind. <laughs> I have to do a little. Face palm, yeah. yeah. I cast good one. Good one, Olivia. Okay. What's that? Can I cast a uh, presentation because that's a long word. Yeah. What would you like to do? 
Um, well, one of the things that it says I can do is I can create a harmless effect of sparks where they like fall. If I do that, will we be able to see maybe the outlines of figures or something? Because like it would still like it doesn't yeah. cause them any harm. I see them. Tation, I believe, has an area of effect of like five feet. It's ten feet. Ten feet. Okay. Um, yeah. So you. Cast press digitation, you need to make some sparks start to fall. Um, they just kind of twinkle and fall. Um, you don't see any outlines of anything. Yeah. Um, can I cast a guiding bolt into the corridors that Trevor said that they might be? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Because uh, that, that would mean if I hit something, then they would start glowing. Mm -hmm. All right, let me pull up my... So that's what, 4d6? Well, you have to roll the hit first. Right. Your d20. Mm -hmm. 18. OK, and what would the damage be if you did hit something? Uh, it would take 4d6. OK, go ahead and roll that. 15. OK. Um, so you cast Guiding Bolt. Um, kind of in the direction Trevor was like, oh, dude, that was a cool spell. Like, I could see it and then it went into the wings where it's dark and then I could see in the dark. Like, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't, I don't know. They told me they're going to be like, they're going to be in the auditorium. They said, they said, they'll never expect this. Ha 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 ha. I laughed. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know. And Trevor takes a step, and a trap door opens, and he falls into the trap door. Cool. Let's just go in. Bye, Trevor. <laughs> Tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is cool. <laughs> Are we still what? outside of the auditorium, or have we gone in at this point? Like I think you've already been in because you're casting. I think we went in. Stuff in I gotcha. Stuff like that. Okay. Um. But did my guiding bolts hit anything, or is it just fizzled out? Fizzled out. There was the trap door. Uh, on the stage. Should have known. Would know, like it's it's like it's pretty straight. Yeah. The trap door there, like every kid knew about it. Um, but it is a trap door. Um. However, when you go to look down to see Trevor in it, you don't see anything. Um, it looks like a bottomless pit now. Well, that's a new effect. Ariadne, hey, you can see in magical darkness. You want to Is this magical it? darkness? You want to go over and check it out? Yeah. In the meantime, um, I think... I'm going to be flying, though. Anybody, I can... else, anybody else go to check out the bottomless pit? Um, I, I want to tell Olivia to rip up the, the GUI ticket. Why? Just to be safe. Because if we're dealing with illusions, I also, mean, look, he's obnoxious, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. But at the same time, it does feel a little messed up to kill somebody who's actively trying to help us. 
So I'm gonna I'm want. gonna hold off, I, but I think you should just not risk it. Um, so off, Olivia, but... Ariadne, and Rosalind are looking into the black pit. Yes, and I was flying. Um, as you guys look into the pit, um, you can see the sides, like the edges of the of the trap door. Um, they start to come towards you, and the darkness begins to completely envelop you. Um, even you flying, Ariadne, you can see it, and the darkness comes up to meet you and kind of envelops you. Um, before you guys can even make a sound, um, you guys are missing from the stage, just gone. Bye. I'm leaving Zorgar, uh, Pre um, Brock, and Ivy just kind of standing in the auditorium. So to us, did they just disappear? Yep. Well, I told her to rip it up. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Should we go in after them? Or wait yeah. to see if something happens? I mean, I'm kind of tired for breaking down that door. We could just sit back and let them take care of it. Yeah. I, I, I stole some snacks from the party. We could eat some of those. You hungry? Sounds good to me. Ivy? If you can hear me, I'm, I wonder if I could just try dispelling the magic. Um, before you can do that, Zorgar, are you eating the snacks from the I'm park? Not sure. Do all of that. Yeah, I'm just munching on stuff while we're standing there. So you go you go to bite into a piece of beef jerky, and as soon as you bite into it, you're gone too. <laughs> so now just Brock and I. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. Well, Brock, I don't think we should eat any snacks or walk <laughs> over there. Um... Uh, should we um, hold hands? As you're as you're standing there, <laughs> as you're standing there, um, the lights start to flicker like the second act of a play is about to start. And Maybe you, we should just take a seat and watch what happens. Your seats, everyone. The second act is about to start. I mean, front row seats. I mean, you usually have to pay an arm and a leg for those. True. So, Brock, do you sit down in the front row? I'm a little confused, so I sit down out of like mental exhaustion. Okay. You know As what? You do, the chair reaches up and swallows you. So, Ivy is left completely alone in this auditorium uh, all by herself. Um, and as she's standing there, um, all of her allies have left one by one. Um, to snacks or chairs um, or curiosity, uh, the walls of the auditorium begin to rise indefinitely. The chairs follow suit. It feels like you're shrinking, um, getting smaller and smaller and smaller until you're about the size of a carpet mite, like a little dust mite, um, completely surrounded by huge chairs, an enormous auditorium, and uh, you hear loud thumping noises coming from behind you, and they're getting closer. 
And that's where we're going to break for tonight. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, we will see you guys on the second to last episode of Angels and Alumni. See you guys later.